Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Ungrown Oats podcast. This is episode 20, the double X episode, the 20th episode. We are rocking and rolling. This what is, is double X in terms of porn? Uh, boops. Well, because it's single, double, and triple X, right? Now, triple X is like all the way. It's Maybe it's like Skinamax. Maybe. Where but then what? But this is let's not go too far down this road. Yeah, we don't need to get into your pornography preferences not mine. and stuff. Let's just be very uh, clear. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> okay. Now that it your, is your downstairs neighbor's preferences, you mean? Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um speaking of my downstairs neighbor really quick, so the guy uh still sucks at, at guitar. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he makes it apparent every day. So if uh, he shows up in the background of this, I'm sorry. He has been, uh, you know, playing at random hours. I, I found out, though, so <clears throat> I've been on LinkedIn Learning doing some stuff for work. And I found out that LinkedIn Learning has guitar lessons. Do you think that's what he's using and that's why he's no good at it? No, I think he's using nothing. And what I'd like wow. to do is figure out a way that I can invite him to some type of Maybe I'll just leave a code on his door, put it in his mailbox, right? A QR code taped and put against his front window, but facing inwards. Yeah, that says, so please learn. Before he leaves the house. Yeah, please learn, you giant poo face. Is he just terrible, or is he just repeating like the same beginner chords like nonstop? It's a combination. So he plays the same thing over and over and over and over for like an hour, and there's no reason for any of it. Like He, he doesn't even have to be that loud. But he's got the thing cranked. He plays the same thing over and over for an hour, and he's awful. Like, there's no, how? there's no, like, what are you actually doing? He's like, I don't know but what he's how doing. Have the, how have none of the other neighbors complained? I don't know. There's some weird thing with my place and his place where I can hear just about everything that goes on in his bedroom, like his downstairs. Like, I don't know. There's some yeah, weird. Yeah. It just resonates really well. Have you heard it? Have you been here and heard it? No, I oh, haven't, okay. but I've heard you complain about it. Yeah, well, I finally one day, I was like, maybe I'm crazy, honestly. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. So he was doing it. I ran over to my neighbors and said, get your ass in here. And Josh also heard it and, and was like, oh, yeah, that's annoying. But he can't hear it from his place. No. I wonder if it's like, uh, usually when, when you have common walls, they'll put a firewall or fireproofing between the units to prevent right. fire from spreading. Maybe they don't do that in the floor because... Well, I think it has something to do with the closet weirdly enough oh like there's i think that's kind of where it sort of resonates through but also but when you're in the closet you can hear him playing and when i'm out of the closet <laughs> <laughs> but what's what is kind of weird is that it's so loud like that that's the weird part to yeah. me is it's i mean it's legitimately loud nice and i i don't love it so what did you do this past weekend I what the fuck did I do this past weekend? Um, I know what you didn't do you know because I was I talking do. to our friend Dave, and he said that oh, you guys were gonna go camping. Yeah. Okay, but you <clears throat> couldn't go camping for what reason? That's correct. So let me hang on. Let me tell you the other thing that I did first. No, okay. no, I'm not going to. We're just gonna get. Okay, you're right. So uh, our friend Dave and I, and and Sarah, his wife, we all had said, hey, we're gonna go camping this weekend. It seems like a good weekend. We've got a place to go. Uh, primitive camping, of course, because nothing is like quote unquote open, right? So yeah. I, um, oh God, probably a month and a half ago or so, I discovered this website called Goldbelly. Now, I don't know if you've heard of it, 
But Gold Belly is essentially a place where you can order uh, pizzas from your favorite Chicago restaurant. You can order stuff from New York. You can order stuff from all these restaurants that are like the restaurant to go to in whatever city for deep dish pizza, New York style pizza, all that kind of stuff. So I had gone on and I was at my sister's at the time and my brother-in-law and I were talking and I ordered Philadelphia cheesesteaks from Pat's. I also completely forgot that I had ordered Philadelphia cheesesteaks from Pat's. So I get an email the other day and it says your cheesesteaks will be there in the next day or so. Awesome. I went, wait, what? And so the weirdest excuse for never, you know, for not going camping, but I had cheesesteaks delivered from Pat's and I had to be here for it. And I'll be honest with you. I wasn't mad. I'm, I'm not mad. It was amazing. But how does a sandwich take a month and a half to show up at your doorstep. That part I have no explanation for, um, but it was clearly long enough. Well, there's probably a combination of time and alcohol that I completely forgot. But can you schedule? Like, can you actually pre-order something that far in advance? So I think that what I think is that that was the first available date on, oh. on the thing, right? So that was as soon gotcha. as I could get them. But being a month and a half out, any normal person would forget about it. I didn't put a calendar thing, you know, like to be like, oh, this is cheesesteak day. It, yeah. was, it was a pleasant surprise. But the thing is, is you didn't order just one cheesesteak. <laughs> no, I got eight. How long is it going to take you to eat eight cheesesteaks? Okay, so we had uh, on Saturday, we ate four of them. Now, who's we? So I, I took cheesesteaks to my sister. So we had my brother-in-law, my little nephew, and myself all had cheesesteaks. I think my sister even tried one. Um, okay. I was like, oh, I should order get the whole family together. But then, you know, we're still in this weird deal and nobody wanted to come in. Whatever, it's fine. So yeah. uh, we did that. I had one for lunch today. So you've eaten two so far? Two and a half. Okay. One for lunch today. And then I gave some friends the rest of them. Okay, so you're all out of cheesesteaks. I'm all out. They're gone. They're gone as as of today. They actually tell you you can only keep them for two to three days unless you freeze them. Yeah. But I don't want to freeze a a Pat's cheesesteak. That seems sacrilege. How does it show up? Like packaged on dry ice? No, so it's in this, it was in a a box and it's amazing actually because it's a Pat's box. Like they've had these boxes made for them, which is kind of cool. And it's got uh, this super thick, like uh, foil lined insulated bag. That's, that was okay. probably a good inch and a half, two inches thick. So it's a, a pretty decent oh, wow. contraption. And then there were like four ice packs in there. The cheese steaks come with no, I got with Wiz. Oh, yeah. So I got right. cheese I Wiz instead of provolone. Yeah. So they come with the two tubs of the stuff. And then they got the, the it's basically the bread, the meat, and the onion is on the sandwich. So I got wit and Wiz. And it was, and you have to order all of them the same. You can't get different sandwiches in your order. Interesting. Yeah. So, and it was a deal like, I, I, I haven't looked again, and this just may be the way they do it, but it was buy four, and I'm doing this in air quotes, buy four, get four. So okay. I don't know if that's just their way of saying just buy, you have to buy eight. But yeah. Yeah, it worked out. So they showed up and that was my, my excuse for not going camping, but I'm, I'm not, seriously, I'm not mad. It was good. <laughs> it just seems like such a weird weird reason to oh you know i can't you know i got plans no it's like literally i can't because i've got cheesesteaks showing up yeah i have perishable deliciousness getting sent to my door so 
if it was a four pack and you got four free, if I look at Gold Belly right now, that's a yeah. hundred dollars, ninety nine bucks for four cheesesteaks. Yes, I'm glad but you're it, reminding me of this. But if you uh, bought the eight pack or paid full price for all eight, that's a hundred and eighty bucks, one hundred and seventy nine dollars plus, I'm sure shipping, right? So oh, no, I did. So, so I did get free a deal. Shipping. What's that? So I did sort of get a deal. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that the most expensive sandwich order you've had? Okay, so wait, let's break this down. So if I paid a hundred bucks, what is that, twelve fifty a piece? What? Yeah, that's if there's not eight. Too bad. Yeah. So no, no, I go to Hollingshead down the street, and that's about what you pay for a sandwich. Although yeah. Hollingshead is, I mean, different deal. Um, I mean, what's the? I think the local Philly's best place is probably eight or nine bucks, right? Now, how did how did that compare to Philly's best? Was it like? It's Pat's. It, it, of course, it was better. But I don't know. I've oh, never had Pat's. Okay. I've had Philly's best. Yeah, Pat. So, yeah, it's it's hard to describe. I I was so excited. I think part of it, though, maybe, and I'm willing to admit that part of it's nostalgia. Part of it's Pat's. Part of it's, you know, I mean, it could honestly be just as good as uh, Philly. You know, by that point. But unfortunately, I think with the. With the flight prices right now, you could probably actually just fly to Pat's for cheaper. That's true. Now, I was, I was looking online to see if they had Geno's. They don't have Geno's. They don't. No. Yeah. So there is there are a couple other places that you can get from Philly, but they do not have Geno's, only Pat's, which is why I ended up getting Pat's, although it's my preferred sandwich anyways. Ah. So, so for me, the most expensive sandwich I had was actually last April in uh, – Like of all time. I think so. Yeah. I think so. It was um, my son and I, we were in Tokyo for his birthday. So the family, we went out there for spring break. Right. And we were studying his birthday. We were in the Tokyo area. So we were in Shibuya. And there was a Luke's Lobster pop-up shop. Now, Who, Luke's Lobster is an Luke? East Coast. Oh, it's, it's an actual thing from here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a legit Luke's Lobster. They have the logo, the branding, and everything like that. And it's a little mini, like storefront pop-up thing and so grayson and i got two lobster rolls and it was i think we got two lobster rolls and a drink and it was over six thousand yen so that's roughly 60 bucks yeah that's a lot it's yeah but not crazy how how much lobster was in it like was it a full tail was it i don't even know I i don't know how they work it was equivalent to what you would have gotten from a Luke's Lobster like in New York or something like that, if you had gone. So portion size was identical. Yeah. It was just the price was obviously like inflated because of the fact that it was – I'm assuming it, this was New England lobster that was flown to Japan. Yeah, yeah. For this uh, restaurant experience. It's interesting. But uh, it was kind of fun. Just it was For me, it was the randomness of having a, a sandwich that I've had with my son in New York – Having that exact in same Japan. sandwich. Yeah, yeah in Japan. A completely yeah, yeah. different experience. Well, did, did it taste the same? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they had the same rolls. They had the same seasoning. The same – yeah, it was it was spot on. So one thing I do like about Philly's Best – I don't know if they do this anymore, but they used to ship uh, the Amoroso rolls from Phil- – Amoroso? I think that's the big – anyways, they yeah, used the to – Yeah, branded rolls, yeah. Yeah, they used to ship the rolls – overnight them every night and that's why that I, th- I think philly's best was so good you also used to be able to get tasty cakes which i like that brand they've got this uh, lemon pie that's really good they're kind of like they're like a hostess tasty cakes at philly's best oh i don't know the last time i went they didn't have anything so i wonder if i think they're a franchise so maybe it was the 
the, that guy just that chose not to. Yeah. yeah, but the one in Lake Forest, the one kind of down by you, is the one I used to go to all the time. I like that one. So, uh, according to the <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records, the most expensive sandwich commercially available is called the Quintessential Grilled Cheese. It is $214 at a restaurant called Serendipity 3 in New York. This is a, as of October 29th, 2014. It's served on two pieces of French Pullman champagne bread, which is made with Dom Perignon and edible gold flakes. It has white truffle butter, very rare Cacio Cavallo Podolico, whatever, cheese. Uh, and it's served with South African lobster tomato bisque as a dipping sauce. Huh. It's usually like all those fancy sandwiches. It's always like gold leaf that just yeah. jacks the price up. And you're like, who gives a shit? $214. Dollars. That is stupid. The and other, it doesn't sound good either, by the way. For a grilled cheese, like you couldn't put it's it's got no steak, it's got no bacon. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I think the uh I think the other sandwich that I really get on a regular basis, especially if we're doing like a business lunch, is at the Capitol Grill, which is over at uh, South Coast Plaza. Mm-hmm. And and for those that aren't from Southern California, South Coast Plaza is kind of a shopping destination, and it's really popular with, with tourists. I mean, busloads of Asian and overseas tourists will come to South Coast Plaza to go shopping because there's a Louis Vuitton store, there's a Fendi store. And they have the, the high-end the, wing. It yeah, was actually, at one time, too, it was the largest shopping mall in North America, fun little fact. Yes, before the, uh, mall, the mall of America, America yep. was built. Yeah. Yep. And I think that the mall does, like, an insane amount of, like, retail sales. Like, I mean, it's like, I wouldn't even be surprised if it was, like, several hundred million dollars worth of sales at that, at that mall. Yeah, the place is crazy. But there is a Capitol Grill there, and uh, it's not too far from the office. And so every once in a while, I'll do lunch there, and they have a really great steak sandwich. I don't know how much it is because I'm never paying for lunch. <laughs> which is probably why I'm, right. I'm ordering the steak sandwich. But that's another go to like for me like a high price sandwich uh so on that same vein you uh you've been to houston's right yeah okay yeah. so houston's is another yeah houston's is another uh, it's a high-end chain i would call it high-end right yeah. um but it's definitely chains owned by a pretty impressive restaurant group we could do a whole show on on them i they amaze me and the stuff that they do but anyways um they have a prime rib sandwich it's a prime rib dip whole my gosh, man. <laughs> it is one of my favorite things. And they've got those, they do those skinny like uh, shoestring fries, but they do them right. Yeah. And they're super crispy. And man, I wish Houston's was open. <laughs> but not yeah. like, not look, I know a lot of restaurants are open. I, it's just, it's the difference between sitting there and getting it and not, you know, taking it away is not always the same. And I know yeah, that. You take it away and you unbox it at home and it's in a styrofoam container. It yeah. just doesn't have the same table presence. No, no, no. And it, you know, it, it steamed itself a little bit in that amount of time. So it's never yeah. quite the same. Yeah, but they're, dude, I love that. You take their primer sandwich and then you put on, uh, I personally like a bunch of horseradish on it. Just slather that stuff on. If, it, if my mouth and my nose it doesn't feel like a dragon, it's not enough. Interesting. Yeah, I love it. So. So when you ordered this sandwich and you shared it with your with your sister and brother-in-law, did they even remember you ordering it like a month and a half ago? Or like, oh, yeah, we were there for that. Or were they just like, what the hell is this sandwich thing? No, 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 no. They, um, 
they were there. I was talking to my sister, I think, when I got the email. And I said, oh, shit, do you remember this? She goes, oh, yeah. Like, none of them really like, yeah. But then once it it got brought up, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally remember. Oh, you know what? Maybe she asked me about it. She said, when is sandwich day? And that's what reminded me I had to look it up. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's pretty funny. Of of the things that you've bought online recently, where does this, yeah, where does or even the spectrum of like best things, worst things, most regrettable things, oh, where does this sandwich order fall? Uh, you know what? I will say it was a pleasant surprise. I think it was money well spent, and I'm quite happy with it. It definitely is not in the like top top. It's not in the bottom. Yeah. I would say it's slightly above neutral. So this is above neutral, and then your accidental ordering of the case pack of deodorant. Is that slightly below neutral? God, that's one of the worst things. That and ugh, so stupid. Did Has I tell you that finally already? showed up? Yeah. And it's it was a literal case, a literal case of deodorant. 24, 36. That was like a 12 18? pack. 12 pack, okay. What on earth? I need to read. I need to learn to read. And it's it's a thing too where like, yeah, it, it I thought it was a three pack or something, I think. And the price wasn't even enough of a flag. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something on Twitter like last week or so where it was people because of the coronavirus, more and more people are shopping and ordering at home. Right. And so, and some of them are using delivery services and stuff. So people are saying I wanted a banana, but when you order it, it's just, it's just banana. So they go, is one a bunch of like a single bunch of bananas? Right. No, it's a a literal banana. banana. So sometimes yeah. I go, I want six bananas, and then the delivery driver shows up with six bunches oh of bananas. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You know, or again, they're not paying attention. Like, oh, I just need a little bit of spice or some seasoning, and they end up with like a two-pound jug. I've done Instacart twice, and both times have been slightly frustrating because you don't necessarily get what you want. So have you have you used it at all yet? No, no. So they have a thing. So they tell you, okay, your shopper's going to go, and then you get a notification, and then on your phone it says, oh, your shopper's shopping, and then it, they pick this item. Cool. They pick this item. Great. And then you get a note from your shopper, like, oh, they don't have uh, you know, this particular brand of iced coffee. Do you want this other one? And they'll give you options. Right. And so you, <laughs> you're kind of still at the store by proxy, and it's fine, but – you know, they, the first person picked, like, I ordered a steak. They picked I, the lamest steak in the store, probably. The second guy brought me a pretty rad ribeye. But, it, you know, you're not, when it's stuff like that, or, like, uh, some of the produce wasn't produce I would have picked. So there was, and I don't know what the selection looked like, so maybe that was all they had and that was the best they could do. But that kind of stuff was a little weird. And then, you know, somebody somebody touched my apples. <laughs> They're all squeezing your melons. Or yeah, I actually didn't even think about that until just now. But they, their hands all up on my stuff. And then the first girl, it was kind of funny. She dropped everything off. Super nice. But she stuck around. And I was like, okay. Like, I didn't. It was when it was raining pretty bad, like a month or whatever oh. ago. So I didn't, you know, I was like, okay. And we just had a really quick conversation. And I sort of assumed that was it. But I think she was sticking around waiting for me to throw some cash at her. I tipped Aren't her in st- the app. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It was super awkward. It was like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go wonder, now. I wonder if Instacart's one of those scammy companies that takes a cut of the tip. Like, they pass along some of it, but not all of it. No, apparent, well, apparently all of the tip goes to the person, from what I understand. But 
there are people that are tipping on the app, and I think we talked about this, and then they're taking their tip oh, back. Oh, they're taking it yeah. back, yeah. Which is horseshit. You shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, it should double it at that point if you attempt to take it back. But the flip side of that is like when you do DoorDash and they make you put the tip in your initial order, it, it, that annoys me too. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Tipping is a... Tipping is a is a weird thing. It is weird. In the I think US. we you need know, to just pay people the just... right. Yeah, pay the people the right amount of money and get rid of it. Yeah, that's my that's my demand. Are you listening? Uh... <laughs> oh crap! Okay, I almost said something that reminded me of something else. I almost said, uh, "Are you listening, Trump?" But we we know he's not, and uh, I'm not mad about that. But I was watching. Uh, did we talk about hoarders? We did last time, right? Yes, yes. So a thing and that's that, why you're cleaning out your garage. Yes, exactly. So a thing that occurred in Hoarders that I totally forgot in that episode, the woman was having problems with the city and they were going to take all of her shit because she's it's gross and it's a health hazard. So she was right. she got her daughter or her daughter-in-law to help her tweet Trump. Like that's going to fix it. Yeah, she wanted Trump to get involved and help her with her rat infestation or whatever because she was a, a, a make america great hat wearing i guess supporter? I, don't I don't know i just thought it was funny so what about uh any recent purchases since we're talking about online stuff what about what's your worst online purchase i'm trying to think i don't know if i there's anything where i bought when i was like this is a hunk of crap i don't know if i've really had any major regrets like i bought street fighter the 30th anniversary edition so i yes. had to wait like 10 days how's that so that sh- that showed up. It's pretty good. It arrived last Friday. Was it worth the thirty so, bucks? It was worth the nineteen bucks I paid. I oh, don't think okay. it would have been worth the forty bucks I paid. Right. Um. It's 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 fine. Like my son and I play it in versus mode, and that's cool. For whatever reason, I can't figure out the whole arcade mode part because I select arcade mode, it plays. But I'm not one of the players, and I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Like you're watching the demo or something? Yeah, and so I don't know if I need to be online to play arcade mode. Well, that would be, oh, I wonder, maybe that's their version of, like, you play randos, maybe? Yeah. Interesting. But it was just kind of odd. I was like, because I, I wanted to get to the levels where you could beat up the car. Right. Break it apart, like the bonus round. And uh, that's the only reason to really play versus, because you can't get to that level playing uh well in the arcade version that's the only way to get to it when you play versus when you're playing against a live competitor in the same room with you you don't get those bonus levels oh yeah so that was kind of like yeah but i've only played it for maybe about like 45 minutes since friday um but it's been fun yeah my my son just would rather play racing games so fours and stuff like that well he's gonna need to learn a new game pretty soon because tony, well, tony hawk pro skater remastered Yes, so you and I both saw the news, and we both pre-ordered it. Yes. And this, is, and this is one of those things where I could see myself forgetting about this because we ordered it in May. The game doesn't ship until September. I will guarantee I will forget about it. And, and the interesting thing is, is like when you pre-order the game, if you pre-order the game from GameStop, you got like a little free fingerboard, skateboard thing. Oh, I didn't notice that. Small tchotchke. And they had like a deluxe package, which came with a skateboard deck and. Yeah, but this look as much as I love Tony Hawk Pro Skater one, you know, especially the first two, uh, I'm not paying a hundred dollars to get a skateboard deck. No, no. Well, and that's the thing is the game itself was what thirty nine bucks. So I was like, no, I don't right, think oh. it was thirty nine. It's like some weird. It was like thirty two dollars or something like that, wasn't Maybe it? Maybe it was. Yeah. yeah. 
But when I went to go buy it, I was like, well, I could buy it from GameStop or I could buy it from Best Buy. Yeah. And the actual thought that went through my head was, is GameStop going to be around in four more months? Yeah, which you mentioned to me. And it's actually, so I'm going to say that they are, but potentially not stores. I think they'll still have an online presence. So I went the Best Buy route just yeah. to go, I want to make sure I get my game but, on the game release day. Oh, do you have to go pick it up or do they just? No, it'll ship, but it'll arrive at your house the day the game is released. So GameStop, you had to pay extra to get it on the release day. It was like 10 bucks. Oh. I was like, I don't even care. I don't care that much. Yeah. So I got the regular shipping. Because of the game, I think the release date's a Friday. So if I didn't get it on release day, then I'd probably get it the following week. Whereas if I got it on a Friday, I could play with it that weekend. Yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't going to pay 10 bucks so, extra. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even think that you could order it on Best Buy. So the, originally when I was looking at the website, they kept sending me to Canadian places to try to pre-order it, which was super weird. And then I went to Amazon and they didn't have it. And then, they didn't have it yet. Yeah, yeah. landed on GameStop because I saw an article that said you could get it on GameStop. So I, uh, I'm i excited, though. That was, man, the, the hangar level is just going to be, oh, it's going to be righteous. The other thing that I was trying to do was looking at Target, target oh, okay. com to see if they had it on there. Because if anything, because of my Target red card, I could save 5%. Yeah, that's so a good point. <laughs> and then I would have free shipping. Well, it ships free-free anyways from Best Buy, but at least that 5% discount would have been, all right, that's yeah. saving a couple pennies here and there. Ooh, I should but, uh, my, no, I think the balance of my the, red card. I think I might owe them money. Thanks for reminding me. That my my most recent... Like what the hell purchase might be my uh, my new T-shirt that I, that I have coming. It's a Macho Man Randy Travis T-shirt, <laughs> which is hilarious. So, yeah, it made me laugh. So obviously, if you're into wrestling, which I'm not, you're familiar with Macho Man Randy Savage. Well, you're wrestling or Slim Jims, or Slim Jims. If correct, you are a correct. connoisseur of the ew, the nasty tubular chunk meat, yes. And uh, and then the other thing is is Randy Travis is a what eighties nineties country singer I guess he still maybe records these days I don't know yeah I, but anyways I would guess the nineties uh, the shirt yeah, yeah yeah the shirt I think made me laugh because it's it's Randy Travis in a leather fringe jacket in the same Randy uh, Travis or Macho Man. Randy Savage pose yeah, yeah. yeah so that was it was one of those things where it was like. A, one of those t-shirt sites, I can't even remember, like Teespring or something like that, where the shirt was like 30% off. So it was like 13 bucks. So I was like, all right, click. Dude, I, I actually got a uh, a shirt from one of those random places recently. And it's a, just a gray shirt, but it's got a, um, it looks like the Patagonia logo, but it's just, yeah. it says Tatooine. So it's a Star Wars shirt. And, uh, I apparently ordered. I did, dude. I knew I should have known it's too good to be true. It was like a fifteen dollars shirt, and it's a crappy quality shirt, anyways. But then the screen printing on it is like, uh, it looks like somebody printed. You know those uh, print at home iron on kits for your printer. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. it looks like. It looks like that. It's garbage. It's uh, whatever. It's all use it for a rag, or you know, work from home attire. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, my uh, yeah. I've, I've had a couple of like t-shirt splurges because for me it's like, all right, it's twenty bucks or whatever yeah. for the t-shirt. It makes me laugh, and so like I bought that Carbros t-shirt, that Nurgle Burgering yeah, yeah. t-shirt. I've got one of those. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we have that matching T-shirt, and it makes me laugh because they intentionally misspelled the Nürburgring, which is a very famous racetrack in Germany. And then instead of the racetrack, the actual German racetrack, it's got a silhouette of uh, what Laguna used to be Maserati Raceway Laguna Seca. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so if you're a car guy, you get it right away that it's misspelled and that's not the right track. So it's, it's like a funny inside joke. But I can't tell you how many times I've gotten complimented on the shirt and asked if I've actually been to the Nürburgring. I'm like, no, this is a joke shirt. I've had to explain it to a couple people. And the look on their face is just like, what are you talking about? Like, they just didn't yeah, get like, it. All right. I was like, yeah, no, cool. I, all right. I'm just going to walk away now. But uh, yeah. yeah. I had a, another T-shirt that uh, was from one of the, the Car Bros YouTube videos. And it wasn't made by them. It was made by somebody else. But yeah. it said Ferrari. But it was F-E-R-A-R-I. So they misspelled Ferrari. Right. And then instead of the prancing stallion, they had the Ford Mustang, the running Mustang. Oh my god! On the shirt, so Ferrari's misspelled, and it's the wrong horse. Yeah. And, and I'll wear it to cars and coffee, and people go, "That's a sweet Ferrari shirt." I'm like, "Thank it's you." Not even yeah. Yeah. You just say thanks and move on. Yeah. Sometimes people well, aren't paying attention. And the best point in time was I had a chance to take a, a joyride in a Ferrari 488. So I'm driving the car in a shirt that's making fun of the brand <laughs> have you you've seen the videos of the guy it's like it's obviously like stage but it's the guy that owns the ferrari and is like super pretentious about it it's like some young kid have you seen those yeah yeah that's that's yeah Harper's. yeah that's theirs right okay yeah yeah that's what yeah, I and he's talking about and all his money and like he pretends like he made it himself but it's all his dad's yeah money. yeah okay it is the same the same one that's yeah. right yeah and those so are pretty funny one of the best things i guess that ties into the car bros things besides the shirts is i think it was last year they had a Kickstarter, and it was about um, they they bought a really really crappy uh, Fiero kit car that looked like a really bad Ferrari yeah. Enzo. They ended up entering it into the Quail, which is a very prestigious uh, car show during Car Week in Monterey. How did they even get it? Like, did, what did they tell them it was an Enzo? They they told them it was a 2003 Enzo, oh but they God. took a picture of that shitty Ferrari, yeah. Fieri, they were calling it, and. People were they must have the the admissions process wasn't probably highly scrutineered and they rubber stamped it and they got in. Oh my god! But anyways, those guys did a Kickstarter to raise money to to film and do this whole video project, and so I kicked in fifty bucks on a Kickstarter, and my name is in the YouTube credits. That's funny. But the video itself is just hilarious. But it's shot in a documentary style, so it's not as typically funny as her other car bro videos sure but if you're into cars at all go look for the car bros youtube channel uh there's a couple of videos there's one the last race i think it's called where they make fun of the fast and furious and it's yeah, I saw two that. guys one's in a mustang one's in a wrx and they drag race and it's just hilarious i mean if you're anything familiar with either the automotive industry or automotive youtubers or automotive movies these videos lampoon all of them well if you're not in a lampooning way but if you're in the mood for some good car content actually now that we're talking about it uh project binky on youtube i will highly highly recommend it's two dudes in the uk and this thing's been going on for years like they're not even close to being done but they have a you know an original mini cooper that they're putting a uh 
Celica GTS. So the Celica Turbo All Wheel Drive. When those were around the eighties, they're putting one of those drivetrains in it and keeping the original oh, no, dimensions. Of, yeah, they're with the original dimensions of the body of the Mini. And it's they're they're done. They've done it in a pretty funny way. Like it's entertaining to watch. And the guy always talks about how he uses CAD to do all his engineering and his computer or excuse me cardboard aided design. He just uses cardboard it and makes works. templates. Oh, it totally works, but it's just, yeah, it's pretty entertaining. So if you're looking for, for any of that kind of thing, there you go. Those are our tips. Watch a lot of YouTube during quarantine. Yeah, you have plenty of time these days. Yeah, there's really not anything else on. Yeah, so, but I, I don't know if I really have any big purchase regrets. I'm trying to think. I, I'm sure it'll come to me and like, oh, yeah, that, that hunk of crap that I bought. Well, there's My definitely dad. like a lot of random crap that I've ordered. And it it's you know it's usually like the cheaper stuff, right, or the little stuff. And yeah. I don't think I've ever, luckily, knock on wood, forgot that I ordered something when I was drinking. <laughs> I did a couple years ago order a GoPro knockoff action camera from Woot. Oh, okay. it was one of those Wootoff deals, and yeah, it was yeah. like forty bucks. For a GoPro-style camera, and then it came with all the accessories and a waterproof uh, case for it. And so we used it on a Hawaiian vacation. We took it to Maui, and then it's been my son's, like, little action camera. But for 40 bucks, even if it was kind of junky or janky, how it was, was the, 40 bucks. How was the quality? It was fine. That's so it, funny. I don't think it was 1080p. It was, like, 720p, but it was still... You know, yeah, it's good, good enough. Especially if you're filming underwater stuff. You're yeah. Like, yeah it's fun. That's pretty funny. It's amazing the amount of like not quote unquote knockoff stuff that is out there that in a lot of ways is there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, speaking of stuff that's knockoff or not quite right, um, have you seen the whole Facebook avatar trend that everybody <laughs> seems to be sharing on Facebook these days? Yeah. Well, I think I just snorted. Yes. Um, it is. Why is it that nobody can make one that actually looks like them? I was just about to ask you the same thing. I haven't seen a single one that actually looks like the person, and I think it's partly a function of making your own. I think we need it. It needs to be a thing where you absolutely have to get somebody else to make yours. Yeah, there, or there needs to be like an edit function where I can go. You know what? That's not the way you look. This is what you look like, or something. <laughs> because some of these, and and maybe. Just to be kind, maybe it's just there's not enough options, and therefore you can't find the exact one that closely or more closely matches the way you look. I don't know. But I think some of it's a little bit of denial. Yeah. Like, you're not as young as you think you are, or as thin, or as blonde, or right. as, you know, whatever it may be. You're just like... Take exception some to of them, Some of them, I'm like, that's not you. Like, some of them literally don't look like the same person. Uh-oh. We are going to have to break. Yep. Yeah. Quick edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. None of them, none of them even remotely resemble the person. And I'm going to go with most of them. Don't look anything, at least that I've seen. And I've seen, I don't know, I guess a dozen of them. Yeah. It, it, it is interesting. But the other thing is like, I can't figure out why the hell do you need to have this avatar thing? Like what the hell are you supposed to be doing with it? Like this. I guess it's like the thing on like your iPhone, right? Where you can have a, the memoji or whatever. Yeah, that's what it is. The memoji. But even then, it's the same thing. It's like, I don't care. Like, Yeah, I mean, I have one, and I just because I thought it was in, you know, at the time, and it's like four steps. It's like, eh, whatever. But yeah. yeah. And it, 
and there's also the uh, Bitmoji. There's like a couple of different like emoji apps and stuff that my, have been around over the years. My mom uses Bitmoji constantly. And my mom does too, and it just annoys the fuck out of me. I've let it go, uh, but for a while it did really bother me. Yeah, it's just like, why? Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. But the Facebook one specifically I don't get because is that really what people need right now? It's just, it, you think they're just trying to distract us from other shit? Maybe. It I mean, could be. I'm not saying that that's what they're doing, but they could be. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then the other thing that Facebook did is they uh, there's a new care emoji. So you get the thumbs up, you got the heart, you got the the laughing, you got the the sad, and you have the angry. Uh-huh. But but the new one is care, and it's like a little face holding a heart, and it's right next to the the love or the heart emoji, but it's also right next to the ha ha one. So. Are people going to be laughing at something when you should be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, you your pet dies or something and you, you put that little care emoji, but it's. Why would you use that instead of the heart one, I guess? Because the heart one's like, I love you versus like, oh, I care. I don't know. It's like shades of gray. It's like yeah. it's close enough. Like, I guess I, I don't have the uh, emoji intelligence to care. Yeah, or to understand it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw the, I don't know, I guess it was a couple weeks ago maybe that that, what's it called? A care emoji? I think it is care, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I remember people posting, there's like a big, is, I think it's that, that same thing. There's like a big version of it people were putting on Facebook. I don't know. I need, I, yeah, yeah. I spend less and less time on Facebook by the day. I I don't know. I, I don't really care for it much anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm not on all that much, except for the fact that because of the uh, the ungrown of Facebook page, I I see all the comments. Right. And speaking of comments, I do need to give a shout out to our our homie uh, William Hopper. Uh, he replied to I guess one of his friends' uh, social media query asking, "What is your favorite podcast?" And Mr. Hopper said, "It has to be the Ungrown Ups," which is pretty so, amazing. It is pretty amazing. It's I'm awesome. sure I owe him money now, <laughs> but. It's greatly appreciated. We like the, the shout-out. One person likes us out there. Well, no, we got two now. Oh, yeah, there's Sarah, yep. and then there's William. That's right, Sarah and William, our two biggest fans. That it's Seriously, though, it's super cool. We really appreciate it. Uh, that's awesome. We're doing something yeah. right for exactly. one person, for two people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're making a difference in two people's lives. Well, it's funny. So my mom listens and it, and she'll listen to something and I think she might be an episode or two behind or something like that, but she'll listen. And then I'll get a text message asking me a question about something I said or whatever. She's like, really? That's pretty funny. I didn't know. And like, and she'll kind of like want to continue a bit of our, I, dude, half the time I'm like, wait, I said, what are you sure? Yeah. Try you to need, remember what you said. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you need to go back and, and double check. Cause I do not believe that. I didn't know. Yeah, so I say a lot of stuff that I forget. Yeah. Luckily, I don't have to worry about that happening with my mom. because Yeah, she's yeah. So they'll, they'll never listen to this I'm podcast. You, and it's, and it's probably for their own best interest. I'm just going to send them all the transcripts. <laughs> it, would be, just, it would be pretty funny. They'd be like, what in the hell is this? Yeah. And then I'd have to explain it to them. And be like, oh. yeah. Or we could, do, we could do a YouTube version where we subtitle the whole thing. That just seems like too much work. 
Yeah. We already put in the bare minimum on this. Yeah. So why <laughs> Wait a minute. We're just above bare minimum. We decided we would yeah. get like a, a lead star. We wouldn't get there a gold go. star, but we'd probably get lead. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so I had, I got the, the strangest email. I think it was on Saturday and my washing machine emailed me. This, this doesn't even, this is weird to me. So I have a high efficiency washing machine, washer and dryer, and we bought new appliances, I think in February of this year, because we used to have a front load washer and dryer. And after a decade plus with them, we hated the front load washing machine. Because you always had to leave the door open, keep the gasket dry, because otherwise you get that mildewy scent. You always had to clean it, and it was just a pain in the ass. So when we replaced it, we stuck with the high efficiency, but we went with a top load. And so we went with an LG washing machine and a dryer. And these two appliances are smart devices in that they have a, a smartphone app. Did you know that? that? Yeah, I knew about the app. And the only reason why I, I even bothered to download the app is our washing machine or washer and dryer are upstairs. So downstairs, I can see how much time is left. Oh, so it will it tells you status and everything on there. Can you start yes. it from your app? If the, if the, if the appliance has already t- been turned on, yeah. yeah, you can start it and you can stop it. That is ridiculous. So that's kind of cool. Eh, that's but ridiculous. because I downloaded the app and registered, they have my email – so my washing machine emailed me to tell me that, hey, you haven't cleaned me. And it's been recommended that but every 60 cycles, you should clean the washing machine. How do you clean a washing machine? There's a, there's a, like a washing mode. Yeah. Kind of like the oven cleaning mode. Yeah. It, what it does is it just fills up the tub with really hot water and you drop like a cleaning tablet in there. Oh, and it, okay. It, it just runs a cycle. And it, it helps remove, like, hard water deposits and whatever. I don't know. I've owned a washer and dryer multiple times. Didn't know that. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing. It was just this, the strangest email. Because at first I thought it was just junk email from LG. Right. And then it, and I opened it up. It's like, your washing machine is overdue for a cleaning. I'm like, what? It, and I was like, oh, all right. It's going to be so, a thing where every single thing you have is going to email you that it needs help and it's our this is this is the start of skynet my neighbor's doorbell emailed him to tell him that he needed to charge the battery he's got a ring doorbell and the doorbell (laughs) emailed him and said hey charge me wow it's weird right like it's (laughs) it's weird to think of your appliances going hey i'm broken fix me or i need service there Help is me. there is some stuff like I can see like barbecue oven. There's a few things. Yeah, it'd be cool if it told you that hey your food's almost done or whatever. But I don't. They have they have those like uh, barbecue like thermometer things yeah. where you can like monitor the temps and stuff. Yeah. I have I have one that has a little wireless train. I can clip it to my belt and I can walk oh, around fancy. and go my barbecue's at one fifteen. Oh, I gotta get over there. So I where know where do you barbecue at? I you know 
the other places. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I'm like at your place, you have this like is a balcony, yeah, this but... is the first place I've really ever lived where I couldn't have a, a barbecue because I don't have like a balcony or anything like that. But you know, I cook a lot at my mom's. I've cooked at my sister's before, but yeah, yeah. I still have all my barbecue stuff except for my but it, smoker, but I don't want to talk about it. So yeah, it was funny because I just real realizing that you're getting nagged by technology. Yeah, it's not even that that while that's helpful, it's it's definitely a little naggy. Like yeah, the, the mean, please I, clean I, me. Yeah, but I appreciated it because I mean, I'm sure in the logic a clean machine will run better and sure. you know. Cuz I mean, there's all sorts of things that you're supposed to do with your home appliances that nobody ever does. Like you're supposed to drain your water heater every I don't know how often, a couple times a year to remove all the sediment out of the tank and and you know, clean out the water, and then you. But didn't know that. Last time, yeah, exactly. Well, no, it's so, not like when you buy a house or you rent a house or whatever. Nobody hands you a manual and says, "This is the stuff you're supposed to do, homeowner." Right. Well, it, it's like you know, they, they some people have tried to set up reminders, like if you have a smoke alarm, every time it's daylight saving time begins. Oh, change ends, the batteries. Change the batteries, yeah. right? So it takes it to that next level where instead of you associating that reminder with an event. It just sends you an email saying, hey, my batteries are low. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But it, but, but the, it, the issue is it's going to be everything. Well, and the other thing that's strange is the machine now knows that I've run the cleaning cycle because I pushed that button on the display and right. it went through it. So, I'll get a, another reminder when it's time to do it again, I guess. I guess. I don't know. My My Colorado still sends me updates on the status so i know the tire pressure and stuff on it still and i uh actually went don't own it no i don't own it and i went to unsubscribe uh from it the other day and they they were they had a nasty message on their little app thing that said uh you can't unsubscribe basically if you've sold this vehicle you need to call this phone number immediately like <laughs> no i what don't the hell? What? yeah it's not my problem yeah so i gotta figure out because it looks like whoever bought it's been putting some miles on it so Oh wow! Yeah, that's kind of interesting. It's due for a service you, if you're out there. Can you can you randomly lock and unlock the vehicle? No, so I did delete that app okay. as soon as I got rid of it. I oh, yeah. as, as much fun as that would be <clears throat> to just do that to somebody, to set the alarm off all the time. I can't do it. Is there anything in the car that the new owner should have done, like gone to the settings menu and like restore default factory defaults or something, or reset? Uh, to like wipe yeah i don't know i i erased all my stuff out of it i don't right. know do the rest of it but you're still getting the email so that's kind of strange <laughs> well yeah i don't i think it's because it's registered yeah i don't know how they changed that maybe because yeah. when i bought it they register the chevy connect or whatever i have no idea what they call it yeah my my yeah, so forerunner it'll i think i can look up my gas level and my tire pressures or something like that yeah that's useful I guess. So, well, the gas level, not so much. The tire pressure, I guess, it's kind of a nicer thing to know. But, but it's on the I dash, might... too, though. But you can see it from your sofa. Yeah, okay. That's one. Is that a benefit, though? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, it is kind of funny how technology, in some ways, it, you know, it adds convenience, but in other ways, it adds complexity. Right, well, so like yeah. this app thing, you have, you remembering to sign out of it when you sell the car is an added step, an added hassle. But anything like you know, it, it, not only that, but now you're imagine if you get an email from every single appliance, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, talking about like technology and like I, I have, I wear a fitness tracker. I wear a Garmin, yeah, uh, Garmin uh, fitness tracker because I like watches and I didn't want an Apple Watch, so I have a bunch of analog watches on my on my left wrist, and then I wear the little Garmin fitness tracker on my right. You wrist. could wear an Apple Watch and a regular watch together. Yeah, I could, but the fact that I have to charge the Apple Watch every night. Whereas this Garmin thing lasts seven days before charging. I just throw my I throw my watch. I have a little stand that holds my phone and everything. Yeah. I just throw it on there. So you charge it every night? Yeah. But it's usually by the time I'm by the time I'm ready to go to bed, it needs to be charged anyways. And it's just right by the bed, so it's super easy. Yeah. Because I mean the this Garmin that I wear, it does like sleep tracking yeah. and it does other things like that. So it's I mean it's nice to wear in bed so you can see right. track your sleep. That's the caveat to I think but, the, uh, the Apple the Apple watch you can get an app that'll do sleep tracking, but you have to wear it, so when do you charge it? That's confusing. Right. Yeah. And so this piece of technology is interesting in the fact that it doesn't send me harassing emails, but I use the app to keep track of like my fitness and my step count. And it's a passive aggressive uh, <laughs> encouragement to right. maintain my step count. So my wife and I, we've been taking walks throughout the day just to get away from our, our desks and get up and get some fresh air. And so we'll go for a walk. And there's a nice little two-mile loop that we'll do, and it takes about a half hour to do. But because of coronavirus, we keep walking a little bit more and a little bit more. And so now, like, my daily step goal is, like, just under like twelve thousand three hundred steps. Oh, it bases it on it. It sets the goal based on yeah how your progress. Yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can set it so it's fixed, and it might you can have your goal always be ten thousand, right. or you can have it dynamic based on your behavior. So every day we're walking. If I pass 12,300 steps, my goal tomorrow might be a little higher. Right, which isn't the issue. The issue is the how it bugs you. Yes. Yeah. It's well, it's that passive indicator. It's like, oh man, I gotta hit my step goal. Right. I'm short. Let me do a lope around the neighborhood or let me walk back and forth in the living room twenty times to get that last hundred steps or whatever it may be. Well it's like my Apple Watch has the whole deal where it's like the circles, right? You gotta yeah, close yeah. So, okay, yeah. Exactly like on your on your phone, right? It's like close your circles. I think so every day it gives you like every, you'll, you'll get a thing that says you can still do it or whatever. It's that same yeah, kind of yeah, like so get it, get up, shithead. Uh, and I don't like either. My mind tells me to stand cause that's one of the circles. So it says time to stand yeah. up and it's like, dude, I'm literally in the middle of something. You don't know what I'm, I'm doing. pooping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> stand up. Okay. Yeah. so, uh, it is funny though. Cause I, I noticed the other day and now that you're bringing this up, I noticed the other day that it stopped telling me I could still do it. So I think it's just given up. It's given up on you. Yeah. But so the funny thing with me now is I try to plan my, steps especially in the second half of the day so that i'll hit my goal right as i'm getting ready to go to bed right because i don't want to i don't want to crush the goal right and i've actually gotten to the point where like on one day where i hit my goal like at three in the afternoon i took off my fitness tracker and left it on the counter so that way i could keep doing my thing and not have like this crazy 15,000 step goal in the following days it would be pretty funny if you just every day one step less but then I wouldn't hit the goal. Got to hit the goal. Oh, I see. But you'd only because miss have, it by a step. But it doesn't count. I guess. You have to exceed the goal. No, because I get like a little like you hit or oh, you've extended You want your, your, your fireworks. Street. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I get it. I so mean, it's I get just, it. It's, I don't do it, but it's I get like, it. Yeah, it's like the carrot on a stick. It's an interesting motivator. 
But at least they're doing it without the annoying emails and like, hey, fat ass, get up and move. Yeah. It's just a little vibrating nudge on the on the on the wrist that kind of keeps me in check. But I, it's 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 been fun with this coronavirus battling that. <laughs> it's the weird things that you have to deal with. I've been trying to unsubscribe to all of the email junk that I've been getting uh, since we've done this or since we've been stuck inside, and uh, I feel like half these things you hit unsubscribe and it does nothing. It just confirmed that your email works, and they're like, all right, we'll keep sending you more. Exactly. They're like, oh, yeah, why don't you yeah. uh, put your email in here, buddy? Oh, yeah. I no. got I, I got to say, I, I love Gmail and how well it does on filtering out spam. It like, does really have, well, yeah. Yeah, Gmail does the best. Yahoo does shit. Uh, Who uses Yahoo, though? Yeah, it's just I, I have a couple of different email accounts for, depending on what I'm signing up for. Right. I do the same. If, if this is a mailing list thing, you get this. If this is for something I sort of kind of care about but not really, you get that. Right. So it's – it's yeah, I, I've tried to do some of that too. And the, the one thing I noticed with Yahoo, I mean most of it gets into my spam box, but I still get the notification that I have like 20 new emails. Right. Even though – in my spam box. I'm like, I don't care about the spam. Yeah, well, nobody does, but that's not how they how they count it and tell you about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the see it. the Gmail's focused and ri- the, they've got the two inboxes now. They got focused oh, yeah. and I don't know other. And you can go to like a, you can change the view. Oh, I'm sure you can. I just I just haven't done it, but you know, half the time I go into the focus thing and it's like that's the bulk of my email. But it'll say other, like, oh, stuff you don't have to pay attention to. And I go and look. I'm like, no, dude, that's exactly the email I've been waiting for. You're two weeks past due. Yeah. Oh my, gosh, my my gas bill, for some reason, the email went into that. Now, I, I've set up auto pay, so I don't really have to worry about it. But I like to look. I want to see how bad I'm getting hosed. Yeah. Yeah, my, my gas bill last month was actually surprising higher than I expected. I have a 76-cent credit. Ooh. I guess there was some energy credit that we all got, and, and I didn't yeah. know about it. Because my bill the other month, I think it was like five bucks. And usually it's right in the, like, the low 20s. Yeah. So that probably was the credit. Which, hey, you know what? Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's did, more, did you try it? It's 20 bucks you can spend on a random t-shirt or something later. Yeah, another dumb purchase later on that you might regret. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's it's it's... This this uh, new normal, I guess, of, of the coronavirus has has been an interesting adventure. It is kind of nice seeing that more beaches and, and more public spaces are opening up, and they've opened up more retail, allowing for curbside delivery, like South Coast Plaza. We were talking about earlier. Yeah, they've opened up curbside delivery for I don't know what stores they have in there. Yeah, which I don't know which ones are going to be doing curbside delivery. The Lego store is not open. Uh, not the one here or in Mission Viejo. Yeah. But, I mean, do you really need curbside delivery of Lego? I mean... Well, no. There's, you can get it shipped. Yeah. Yeah. But that, the, that's yeah, why I, I think it's the clothing stores, right, are doing curbside delivery, I guess. I mean, but but here's the thing about the clothing stuff that's interesting. If you aren't going anywhere... Who are you? What are you buying? Yeah, like you don't need a new blazer. 
And then the other thing is I think a lot of places, especially clothing, aren't accepting returns on that stuff. So you buy the wrong size. Right. It's yours. No returns and uh, you can't try it on, right? I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go over to, to Home Depot over the weekend. Like um, the, the doorknob, the side door to the garage, the doorknob came off in my hand. Like the actual knob just it's sheared not, it's off. It's not how that's supposed to work. No. But the, the doorknob it has been janky for years. Like, uh, we were just like, whatever. Because we didn't use the side door for anything other than just taking the trash out. Sure. So when it came off in my hand, I was like, ah, oh, I guess we got to get new knobs. So I go out and buy a new, new doorknob, new, new deadbolt. And I figure, hey, this is a good activity. I'll let Grayson take off the old doorknob hardware and replace mm-hmm. it. Because you do everything with a Phillips screwdriver. Yeah. So he does all that. And then we have to replace the... Um, the strike plates in the door jam. And so the deadbolt strike plate is larger than what was uh, mortised in the wall. So I, I used a, a chisel and I cut it out so it fit. And then it came with uh, like, I want to say like three inch screws to go into the door jam. And my drill battery, my little Makita cordless drill battery, uh, wouldn't hold a charge. Like I charge it and then plug it into the, the drill yeah. and I'd get like 30 seconds and it's like, so I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So I go looking online, looking at what Home Depot has in stock. And you can buy two batteries for 100 bucks, Or you can get a brand new tool set with an impact driver, a drill, two batteries, a charger, and a carrying case for 150 What brand? Makita. So... Oh, mine's cordless. Bosch. I've got one sitting here. Yeah. It's like basically the same deal, but this one's Bosch. Yeah. So cordless tools are the new printer. It's <laughs> cheaper to just buy a whole new printer than it is to buy the printer ink. It's cheaper to buy a whole new tool than yeah. it is to buy a... It's actually... That's funny that you, you're you talking about this because I was... Don't ask why, but I was looking at a thing about Harbor Freight earlier today, and they was this video popped up of this guy... That was saying that it was cheaper for him to just go buy reciprocating saws that only work once than to buy a really nice one. Oh man. The, but the Harbor Freight rule that I that I've heard and I kind of agree with is if you're not sure how often you're gonna use it, buy it from Harbor Freight. And if you use it more than X number of times in a year, then you can decide about upgrading to a better one. Oh, okay. And otherwise, you know, if you only use a reciprocating reciprocating saw once a year that harbor freight one might last you quite a while yeah i think that's basic well the guy said it literally lasted once that's yeah but i mean whatever harbor freight you know they're that i always looked at them as that's where i buy like consumables like duct tape or you can buy uh zip ties and stuff from them they're they're fine right but if it's yeah uh a tool that i need to use more than once you know i wouldn't go buy a 10 millimeter socket from them yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. I might buy something like a jack stand, something where it's right. kind of really hard to screw up on. Yeah. But, um, yeah. They have it's, an alum- is- aluminum fast uh, fast jack that's actually pretty good, too. Yeah, 99 bucks. Yeah. It's always in their ad. It's always <laughs> like, one ninety nine now and 99 Yeah, it's a, it, they, they actually work really well. Yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, I, I don't really – I'm not much of a Harbor Freight shopper. But anyways, so – I now have four Makita cordless tools with two batteries. And so my son, basically, I gave him right. the tool I didn't need. So he's already got his own toolbox. 
because his uh, his grandfather two years ago when Grayson was eight for Christmas his grandfather got him a three hundred piece mechanics tool set. That's cool from Craftsman. It's cool, except I don't have room in my toolbox, so I had to buy him a toolbox. Right. And I have a, a 53-inch wide tool chest. Like, I have a big box. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have enough spare room for for my son. So my son now has a uh, a husky rolling tool cart with the with the maple worktop on oh, it. Oh, nice. That's cool. So And we bought the, the socket organizers from Harbor Freight. Yeah. So we got his or- socket organized, all organized. My son actually has more half-inch sockets than I have. That's funny. But but it's got quarter-inch, uh, half-inch, and then three-eighths-inch drive sockets. But now he's got two Makita uh, tools in his in his box. So I let him drill the holes. I let him use the impact driver to, to mount it. So That's cool. A 10-year-old is pretty stoked with his new power tools. You uh, The rest of them that you don't need or that you, know, you have other, if you have multiples, you should put them on the offer up or the Facebook Marketplace. I'd like to hear your stories about that place. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd even bother with with dealing with with that. I I, I have tried inquiring about stuff that I saw on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, and I, I'll send the the owner a message like, "Hey, you know, ask him a question. Maybe I need more information, or maybe it's as simple. Do you still have this?" And I never get a response anytime within like reason like you would expect a response within a day or two or right. whatever the last time i got a response was two months after i sent the inquiry jesus and it's like if you're trying to sell something why would you wait two months to respond i don't understand that at all yeah i don't know i have to sell well, i think we talked about this before i've got to sell some wheels and tires and i'm just not you still haven't no, I'm not looking forward to posting about it because then I got people who are gonna call me. Their dum dums are gonna just dum dum, and I don't, I don't want to deal with it. But you don't have to put your phone number in the ad. You can just have your email, or it'll just be the anonymized email. No, right, you. and that that's fine. But you know, then somebody, oh, I'll come look at them. They're they're literally what they are, and they're gonna come over here and be like, I'll give you two hundred bucks. Get out of here. That's the part I don't want to yeah. deal with. Yeah. I know that's that's always a hassle, and it, it's it's you try to figure out how to price something for the inevitable haggling without having a price that's so inoffensively high that they won't even look at it in the first place. Yeah, I um, I mean, I usually just say, "Hey, look, this is the price. That's it," and I don't I don't even bother haggling. This is what it is. Yeah, yeah. You I mean you see people say, "Oh, it's two hundred bucks firm or two hundred bucks yeah. OBO," and it's like. Well, I just, I mean, the way I look at it is I thought about this. This is what it's worth. I'm asking yeah. something fair and yeah. So I didn't mark it up to mark to, to, you know, have that part of it. I'm not interested. Here's where we're at. You don't like it. How many miles? How many miles did you have on the tires? Oh, it was like 3000 maybe. And what are you thinking of selling them for? Eh, they're probably worth based on what I've looked on Craigslist. They're like seven, 800 bucks for the set. So is that where you can put it like seven fifty or something? Yeah, some, the difference? somewhere in there. Yeah. But again, on grown up listeners, if you want the set, he'll give you a deal seven forty five. We'll take five bucks off. Honestly, I'd take seven forty five. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> send, send Ryan an email at ryan at ungrownups.com. Dude, this is a this has turned into a slightly adult conversation. Like we're talking about power tools, and I hung shelves today, man. Dude, I did something really adult over the weekend. So I, I got a I got a buddy that's in the uh, 
the lending industry. And for those that aren't aware, because of the market and the economy, uh, interest rates are super low. And for a 30-year mortgage, interest rates are under 3%. That's crazy. Yeah, and you can do like a 15-year fix for like 2.5%. So uh, we're in the refinancing process right now. And today is the first day. And my buddy literally said, we should have your loan funded by Friday. Which is super fast. But also, don't you have to sign documents? How's that work? Electronically, I, I thought their email. For, you I need no wet signatures. Sign. Huh? Yeah, I, I signed like some escrow paperwork this evening. Like it's insane how quickly this is going. The best part is though, the the loan can't legally close in less than seven days due to a federal requirement. Oh, interesting. So it has to take at least seven days, hmm. even though everything's done and ready to go. Yeah, and of course. In our scenario that what we owe on the house is way less than what the house is worth. Yeah. So we don't need an appraisal. You know, my credit score is really good. Right. So we're low risk and it's it's basically it's a boring application for them because there's no red flags. It's just everything's fine. Right, but that's you'd rather have that than, you know, somebody yeah. that you gotta verify they even work at McDonald's. Yeah. But the cool thing is is with the, the lower interest rate, like We'll save an extra 400 bucks, and I've oh, nice. always paid extra on the mortgage. So I, I did the math, and when we pay extra plus the amount we save, if I keep paying my, my current mortgage plus right. rate, my, um, I'll be able to pay off the mortgage like in 22 years or something like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess. It's, it's, it's extremely adult of me. Yeah, this is, this is pretty awkward. This does remind me, though, of the commercial. Have you seen the commercial where the guy – I don't even remember what the commercial's for, to be honest with you. But it's this guy, and he talks about how he's got to help adults that have just bought houses. Like when you buy a house, you turn into your parents. Have you seen these? <laughs> so, no. So he's like – he's got like people sitting in front of him. He's talking to him, but he's like, okay, and when you're in public or whatever, when you're in a movie, you hit silent. And this, this girl looks at her phone. And she's like, I don't have that on my phone. And he's got a diagram. He goes, everybody does. It's right here. And then they're in like uh, – a home improvement store and the the one guy's talking to him, and he just leans over he's like well, that's a pretty good spackle knife and the guy runs up he's like listen he, did he ask you like he's trying to get them to not do all that kind of stuff it's pretty funny that's the, funny yeah this guy walks through with blue hair and the two guys are, and the the guy who's like supposed to be helping him he's like we see it we all see it you don't have to say anything and they both go blue bro like it's it's pretty funny like they're trying to hold it in there's, there's yeah this Sorry, yeah, re- refinancing is totally an adult thing. But part of it is just the fact that we've always paid extra towards the mortgage. Yeah. But at the same time, by lowering the mortgage payment, if for some reason we wanted to blow the money on something stupid, we don't have to worry about you know making the mortgage payment because yeah. it's a lot lower than it used to be. No, that's definitely so it gives us peace it of gives mind. Us, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it exactly. is that nice peace of mind yep. where if for some reason like – you know, we have an emergency or, you know, one of us loses our job or something crazy like that. We've You're reduced okay. burden. Yeah, we're yeah. fine. My, uh, my place that I live in cost me more than my mortgage did when I owned an acre in uh, Oregon. So that's cool. Thanks, California. Yeah, but Oregon is interesting. I was in Portland. Yeah. And, and 
And this is how long ago? Uh, when did I move back? Like almost five years ago? No, say, that can't be right. Real estate has been climbing in the Portland area, and of course, four years ago, Oregonians like the climbing real estate prices, but they hate that it's Californians coming into buying the property because well, the California and Oregon seems cheap. Well, what's stupid about that whole thing? So, <clears throat> um, the people, dude. Oregon just has Oregon just has an issue with California and okay, fine, whatever. I don't care. But, uh, most of the people that I met weren't from Oregon. A lot of them and a lot of them are from the Midwest, like Chicago. Yeah. And so, so what do you, why would you blame everything that they blame everything on California? It's probably just cause they see more California license plates and they see like Oregon plates or or uh, Chicago or Illinois. Well, right, because everybody changes their plates, and you still, you, but you get people that come in and out. I, dude, I've been flipped off a couple times when I lived up there. Yeah, but I flipped you off. I mean, <laughs> but I, I mean, I had manufacturer plates on the car because of the job at the time. Would they were California ones? Or no, they're yeah. Di- yeah, distributors. So the distributor plates. Yeah, that was kind of funny. It was just funny to get flipped out. Like, why? What are you mad about? Yeah. I did have a, I, I did get a speeding ticket when I lived up there and I was getting passed as I was getting pulled over or as I, he lit me up, which I thought was pretty funny. And I brought it up to him and he was a jerk about it. But I was talking to the clerk when I went to the, to pay the thing. And she goes, Oh yeah. Uh, Oh, you're from, she said something about, I don't know how it came up, but Oh, you're from California or has California plate. And she said, yeah, I'm also from California. And I said, you know, honestly, this is what happened. She goes, oh, yeah, he probably pulled you over because of the plate. Yeah. Oregon is the only state that I recall driving in where nobody actually drives the posted speed limit. They all drive under the posted speed limit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do the opposite of most places. They drive under it. They, yeah. They're the worst drivers out there. They're terrible. And you can't, like. Oh, you just and their traffic's bad. The traffic's actually really bad up there. Yeah, it it can get bad in spots. I mean, I've been up there for a lot of vacations and yeah. trips and stuff like that. And like in California, if the speed limit's sixty five and it's wide open, people are going about eighty, yeah. eighty five. Yeah. In Oregon, if the speed limit's sixty five and it's wide open, people are doing fifty five. Yeah, it was a thing that I really definitely didn't like. And it's funny, like you know, here to your point, eighty, eighty five. I. uh I drove up to Long Beach this weekend, so my cousin graduated college, and we put together a little parade thing, like a I don't know, celebration parade, which didn't turn into a parade. It was two cars because nobody else could figure out, I guess, and everybody – we were supposed to do a drive-by parade, and then we pulled up, and everybody had parked. I didn't – any whatever. It didn't make sense. It wasn't very well. <laughs> but it was fine. So um, point being that on the way up there, both there and back, I was doing probably 75, and there were people passing me had to be doing 90-plus. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty impressive. Are you starting to see more and more traffic build up like these days? Yeah, it feels like there's more. Um, I noticed, and I don't, I mean, maybe there was an accident, but I noticed the other day the 55 North was dead stop uh, oh, wow. for the first time in a while. But again, I don't know what the what the reason was, so it could have been an accident. Yeah. I'm trying to think the last time I was actually on the freeway. It's been a couple of months. Yeah, and you know, I I just happen to live in a place where it's the kind of a convergence of three or four different highways, so it's easier if I I can go one two exits at a time, and it actually gets right, me right. somewhere a little bit quicker. Otherwise, yeah, I I would have no reason to get on the highway. I haven't, or well, I guess unless I'm going out of town. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I live pretty close to the toll road, and right. so usually, like, between my wife and I commuting to work, like, our toll road bill might be, like, 150, 160 bucks a month or whatever, because it's, like, right around three bucks each way, depending yeah. if you take it or whatever, where you get on, where you get off. I got the uh, toll road tra- uh, statement for the last month, and it was 12 bucks. Well, so you did go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, but it might have just been to Chick-fil-A just because it's, it's down easier. the toll road, and, yeah. and it's easier. Because you want to get those nuggets hot at home. Man, speaking of Chick-fil-A, I've been having a craving for fried chicken. Extra tasty, crispy from KFC. Oh. They have the crazy uh, bucket meals. What do they call them? They have a meal where it's like 20 bucks to get you a bucket of chicken. But then for 30 bucks, you get that bucket of chicken plus um, another meal for like the next day. And it's a crap ton of food. For Aren't they? But bucks. those the buckets are like twenty pieces or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, need that. We usually go if we get KFC, we get like the uh, the chicken tenders, the extra crispy oh, chicken yeah, yeah. tenders. Yep. And for twenty bucks, you get something like eighteen of them That's or something deal. like that. Yeah. And then two large mashed potatoes, two large coleslaw, and four biscuits. All that for twenty bucks. That's not bad. The uh, and it, and for a family of three, it ends up being like two meals at least. Yeah. Do you okay? So do you like uh, you like KFC or you like Popeyes? There isn't a Popeyes close by mm. or close enough to where we would go. I mean, there's probably one within like 15, 20 minutes, but nothing like in the neighborhood. Have you been to Raisin Cane's? I have. Uh, but not anytime recently. It's been a couple of years since I went. It was just okay. Yeah, they just opened a new-ish one over here. And uh, is it right by a KFC or not or by a Chick Fil A? Uh, no, but they are they are going to be building a, a Chick Fil A across the street. So every raising canes that I've seen is either across the street or in the same shopping center as a Chick Fil A. Oh, there's one on El Toro, but I think that's and just across in- the street. Oh, is there's it really? A, I didn't a, notice that. Yeah, there's uh, over by the Total Wine and More. Yep. There's a Chick Fil A. That's and pretty funny. Re- it's over closer to the freeway. That's funny. I, uh, yeah, I mean it's fine. I guess it's okay. So this was years ago, but I mean, I at that point, like I hadn't had KFC in probably fifteen, ten, fifteen years. So I, uh, I was talking to my mom one night, and we saw, you know, we were both reminiscing about it. So we went and got KFC the next night. Yeah. It was unbelievable, dude. It was so good. And then, okay. so we were all <laughs> like, say, was it? oh no, it was amazing. And so we were like, oh God, we got to do this. Let's get the whole family together. We'll do a chicken night. We'll get KFC. So we got, you know, both of my sisters, their family is my mom. I said, there we all get together for dinner, get KFC again. It was horrible. And I you wonder if it's, if the first time was so good because it had been 10 or 15 years. And the second time you're like, oh yeah, this is actually what it tastes like. Maybe, or just the quantities, or who knows. I don't know. You know who got surprisingly good chicken is Albertsons, the local grocery store chain. If you go to the deli department and get fried chicken there, pretty good. Yeah, like I I had a buddy Frank, and he would always host like uh, Super Bowl viewing parties at his house or whatever. And so we'd always go to his house, and it would always be a potluck, but his go-to item was Albertson's fried chicken because it was cheap, 
but it was good. Yeah, it sounds like it's. There was a place where uh, when we grew up, there was a grocery store that also had good chicken, but they called it broasted chicken. Oh, don't ask because I don't know. Because it's broiled and roasted. Well, it was like fried chicken, so I don't know how that would work. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know what a roast. If anyone out there knows what roasting is and would like to speak about it, please email us. Maybe it's, maybe it's like a brag and a boast. I yeah. think it's it's broiled and roasted somehow. I, like I think it was called roasted. I think that's what it was. But anyways, it was like some some way. And that dude, that was pretty good too. That was a pretty, some pretty good fried chicken. Um, although, oh man, I wonder if it's open actually for takeaway. Not. Yes, it is. Knott's Fried Chicken is... Mrs. Knott's Fried Chicken. Yeah, is amazing. So Knott's Berry Farm, the theme park that's over here, the chicken, they have a... I don't well, think you wait, have wait. to pay to get in, the right? whole, The whole reason for the theme park is, is because of the... Right. So Mrs. Knott had a restaurant, and because she was her restaurant was so popular, they started adding attractions and rides and all this other stuff, and that became Knott's Berry Farm. Right, because the wait was so long, people needed something to do, so they built right. like an Old West, you know, and then they kept adding attractions to kill time. Right, exactly. Turn it into a full-on theme park. And now, now the restaurant is the thing that's included, not the opposite way, but their fried chicken, relatively inexpensive and pretty damn good. It's been a number of years since I've last had it, but yeah, it is one of those things where you're like, yeah, this is good fried chicken. But you know that they're open for takeaway right now? Yes, and it's because of social media, because somebody had posted, I think on Friday, that they had picked up food from Mrs. Knott's. Ah, interesting. Man, that sounds so good. But I wonder, again, it's one of those things, fried chicken doesn't travel great. No. It, but it, I think it depends on the packaging. Well, I also because think it depends in, on how far. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think, it, you know, if it's in like a paper container where it can absorb some of the oils and stuff in the grease, maybe versus a styrofoam container that kind of steams it and it gets all soggy. Like, yeah. I think there's. You don't want, you don't want soggy chicken skin. Yeah. Yeah. You want it's, crispy chicken skin. Yeah. Otherwise, it's eat. gross. Yeah. I do, you I know what? I do like fried chicken. Eating chicken skin. Mm. What's oh well? There's a place in Portland called Nong's, and it's a like a Thai uh, place where you get chicken, rice, some soup, and some other stuff. But if you get there early enough, you get fried chicken skins because they sell out like nothing, and they're man, they're so good. Like like crackling, but made out of yeah, chicken yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or one of my favorites, which would be uh, uh, chicharrones, pork rinds. Yeah. Oh man, I could eat those for days. <laughs> I'm not a super big fan of chicharrones, but fried chicken skin is I can eat that, but I, I I've never ordered it a la carte. You know, it's always been a, a part of the chicken that I was right. eating. The I used to love Thanksgiving when I was a kid because the you know they cook the turkey and that top part was super crispy. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite parts, just that little crispy man, I'm a fat kid. I was going to say, this is all making me think of that Simpsons episode where Homer tries to gain weight. And so Dr. Nick puts him on the clear paper diet. Uh-huh. He can eat whatever he wants as long as when he rubs it on a piece of paper and the paper turns clear. Oh, so it had to be gross. Yeah. And so he gets a bucket of chicken and he rubs it against the wall and the wall turns clear. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Did anybody, by the way, has anybody checked with the Simpsons to see when this whole thing ends and we get back to normal? 
I don't know. They, they've done an eerily accurate job of predicting the future. For years. Yes. There was a recent one where they were, they were what, protesting Dr. Hibbert or, or trying to get him to find a cure to some disease. And in that process, they knock over a box truck carrying killer bees. Oh, good. Which kind of ties into the coronavirus and murder hornets. Killer bees. M- murder hornets, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Either they've got a time traveler or a Nostradamus. Yeah, it, it is kind of eerie how often they have been able to predict things. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's cool. It's, uh, it's definitely weird. I mean... Yeah. It's hard to explain. It is definitely hard to explain, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think we're, we're getting... Uh, we talked about a lot of grown-up stuff today. I know. We need to talk about something stupid. Oh, man. Oh, so this is... I got we're nothing. still in May. We are we're in halfway May. halfway through May, right? Which is... Ah, dude, it's insane. It's May, what, 18th so, today? It's May 18th today. This will go live on, what, the 20th? That sounds good. Yeah, live on the 20th. And then uh, Father's Day is coming up in June. So I think where we did Yo Mama jokes for Mother's Day, yeah. I think for Father's Day we got to come up with the, uh, the worst piece of advice your dad has ever given you. Man. Because <laughs> I got some good ones. <laughs> I might get us in trouble, but we can try it. Um, well, my dad won't care. He won't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if my dad's listening to this or not. I, um, we can just attribute it. We can attribute all this wisdom, yours and mine, to my dad. It'll yeah. <laughs> I remember when your dad said, yeah. To me. Yeah. 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 The, uh, <clears throat> yeah. My birthday's before that, though. So we'll have to figure out a birthday deal. I mean, we don't is really this, have to. This is just what? 40? Only 41. 41. Yeah. What day? Uh, it's next month, early. Yeah? Yeah. Are you going to order yourself a to-go meal of Mrs. Knott's? Ooh, no. There is a virtual yeah. wine tasting that night that I found out about that I will not be attending. A virtual wine? You don't look like a person that would do a wine tasting. I like wine. I've gone to wine tastings before. I. It's the same company. I told you about that virtual beer festival I did. It's right, them, right. and they're sending you, like, Three canned wines pass. Oh yeah, yeah. Just go to my mom's. They I, have good wine there. I don't have like the taste buds for wine. Like the more it tastes like fruit juice, yeah, the better. The more I like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Any of the stuff where it's like all dry and kind of bitter, it's like nope, not a fan. I like barnyardy, dry. I like pinots. I like uh, you know what? Honestly, wanna- I like wine. I like I like all of it. Are you one of those pompous assholes that go, oh, I can taste the oakiness <laughs> of this one or whatever, no. the floral bouquet? Or... No, no, no. I go, oh, I like the way this one tastes. So I should just drink it. Do you do that whole like sniffing the glass before you Sometimes. sip it or whatever? Like we will have discussions when we're like, you know, we're my family and I are together and we're drinking wine. We'll talk about it a little bit, but nobody's like trying to be a sommelier. Do you have the proper wine glasses? This is something I learned. Yes. That the actual shape of the glass is dependent on the type of wine you're going to be drinking. Correct. Yes. We have those. Which, shit, I'm drinking out of a red Solo cup, so what? Hey, I have drank wine <laughs> out of a, like a rocks glass, so I'm not yeah. judging you at all because uh, that would be silly. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I do I do enjoy it. I um. Oh, 
What, I, what, what? I have I have a good ungrown up purchase. We just I just thought of. Yeah. This was my wife's purchase. Jeanette picked this out. Uh, she saw something online about making um, rum and coke popsicles. What? And so we bought popsicle trays. Yeah, to yeah. Make, like, popsicles with, and we're gonna make some alcoholic soda pops. How does the that sounds I awesome. think you have to have a low enough, like the, the alcohol percentage as a mix with the coke. Oh, yeah, it has to be low has enough. Be, yeah, so maybe like a shot or two in the whole batch is fine. That sounds really but good, like, though. Yes. Very and refreshing. And I will, gladly, I will gladly experiment for the sake of science on how much is too much alcohol before it won't freeze. Oh, man. that You've got to. I had, I reached into my, my stash the other day and had a Booker's. Uh, bourbon, and it. You know what? It was fantastic. It's been a while. Yeah, I tend to just grab beer these days. I don't drink enough beer, so I think most of the time I'm drinking like a whiskey or a rum. What's your whiskey? Uh, Makers or Jack. All right. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, nothing fancy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I've got a lot of it. I just don't drink. I, I mean, if, if I'm, yeah, if I'm going out on on a fancier evening, it might be like Macallan or something like that. It, it'll be, you know, a, a nicer whiskey yeah. or scotch. But for around the house, it's like I'm not necessarily drinking for flavor as much as I am for entertainment. So. Right. Yeah, I've got. Uh, no, you know, that's my mine is the uh, the Jameson. So that's I get it. Yeah. Or uh, actually, we like Bullet, by the way. Bullet bourbon's pretty good. Not too expensive. Yeah, that was so. not too bad either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, and every once in a while, I'll go over to like BevMo or something and just wander the aisles and just sometimes I'll talk to the salesman and go, oh, what do you recommend? And I'm like, right, I'll try that. Yeah. yeah. It's been, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I would be interested to see alcohol sales during this time. I got to imagine they've gone up. Oh, they, they for sure have gone up. And I, I would mean, guess you, significantly. If you could hear the number of glass bottles I hear in my neighbor's recycling cans, there's got to be plenty <laughs> of alcohol being consumed these days. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, not that it's a bad thing, but we we just moved our work happy hour from four to three. <laughs> so you have more time? Or no, just we just it, it was more convenient for people, but it was just funny. Everybody's like, "Yeah, Friday four or three o'clock. Yeah, we're done then, anyways. Probably it's pretty funny." Yeah, I should see if I should move mine up earlier. It might be fun. What? Uh, when is it? Friday at five because it, sometimes there were some late afternoon meetings and stuff. So yeah, who is but it? Just uh, is it just the guys from work? Yeah, it's pretty much just the the guys from work. It's just there's what about 50 of us in the in the department so yeah it just goes out to everybody in the department and if they want to do it cool that's usually cool. it's about 12 people that's pretty and good and there's about four or five regulars it's like the other six or seven that rotate a random and it's kind of fun that way yeah we've been doing the work ones are kind of cool the guy that organizes it does two things he does trivia uh with like 15 20 questions something like that which is pretty fun and then he's doing um like every week somebody's been giving a presentation on something. And the last week was, uh, uh, Jeremy gave a presentation on, uh, Bonneville and, uh, taking the electric motorcycle land speed record that he did. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How, how do you get picked or, or selected to present? Uh, it's all volunteers. Um, oh. yeah. Have yeah. you raised your hand yet? 
No, I've said I would do it, and I just haven't yet. I just don't know what to talk about. It's, you, everybody's Patagonia. picked their thing. Oh, I guess I could. Um, so, yeah, Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy McClelland was the, the guy that broke the electric motorcycle land speed record, which I guess it was 30 at the time. But he, I think their record's like 150. Uh, McClelland, the got a Cleland, sorry, is his last name. Um, Cleland, Cleland, I don't know. I always screw up pronunciations, but yeah. So anyway, so he presented. It was pretty cool. It was super interesting. I yeah. I don't know what I would do. I guess Patagonia would work, but then I think like you could talk about cruising the streets in Alaska while it was a murder or murderers. Yeah. How to not get murdered in Alaska? Yeah, but they've done. A guy did one on making a tri-tip. Somebody did uh, the history of barbecue. We got the history of scotch. We've gotten... You can talk about your history of salt toe sipping. Oh, yeah. Weird cocktails. Yeah. I mean, you got some shit you can share. Yeah, I guess so. I just don't... I don't know. I don't necessarily think of myself as interesting from the get-go. You can talk about Lego. I could. I could do a whole presentation <laughs> on Lego and everybody would cry. No, there's actually, it's pretty funny. There's a, a couple uh, other Lego folks that I've uh, already managed to. Uh, uh, to we, out? Yeah, to out. <laughs> yeah, basically on in, in the company. So it's pretty cool. Lots of Lego people, motorcycle people, all the stuff that, you know, basically it's a bunch of ungrown-ups there. Nice. Yeah, which is so perfect. We might actually double our listener count to like 10 yeah <laughs> yeah i'll have to uh <clears throat> have to send it out to some people yeah, yeah without without really feeling too solicity right yeah, yeah yeah that's true yeah well whatever. you could be like oh well i was listening to the ungrownups podcast the other day and those guys are hilarious yeah i've done that before <laughs> and it's gone nowhere <laughs> i yeah, did say I it mean, to somebody and they were just like what no I know. I already listened to enough podcasts. Well, and and the best part is when William commented, "Hey, you know this the Ungrownups is his favorite podcast." The person that had posted the questions like just went, "What?" Never heard of it. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you have, but now but you have so many podcasts, right? Out there. But now she I mean, has, no and w- so she needs to listen. Right. I think it was a she. Now you need to listen. Yeah. Welcome. But realistically, there's no way you could have heard of every single podcast because no. it's just like a bajillion of them. Well, so I was thinking about this, and I said. Oh, we sh- I was thinking we should do a podcast called the Quarantcast. Somebody That's probably beat, already, yeah, somebody yeah. beat me to it. But only by like a couple days. Because oh. our first episode had come out like the, the two days before I looked. Oh, there you go. Which is pretty funny. But we could have had the Quarantcast. Which sounds like Corncast. Yeah. I don't like I it. I don't know. Yeah. Nah. It was better when I thought of it the first time. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with this semi-ungrown-up rut that we're in with this adulthood talk. (laughs) Booze and shelves. Yeah, refinancing. Doorknobs. And washing machine emails. I I am looking forward to to doing some more dumb shit and more random adventures, but... It's kind of hard to randomly adventure when you're stuck within your house. Yeah, that's that's been the hard part is that there's not like, you know, I mean, I haven't even ridden the bike in three weeks. Like, There's just been no, uh, God, even longer than that, maybe. But there's just, yeah, there's nothing like super interesting happening. Although, uh, I don't know, this is just a purchase thing, but I did get the new, the Star Wars UCS A-Wing Lego set. Hung some shelves. Damn, that's boring. Yeah, I don't care about the first thing. And the second thing is just like, well, whatever. Yeah. Huh. 
Oh, I got you, you should go on Lego site and look at the new monkey kid sets that came out. They're kind of interesting. Interesting. It's some Chinese uh, story, some kind of Chinese um, fable origin. Or yeah, that oh, they've yeah that they've kind of converted into a Lego set. But anyways, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, we do like monkeys in this household, so I might have to look that up. I'm telling you, it's a giant monkey mech thing. Um, it's kind of it's kind of reminiscent of Ninjago, but it's interesting enough. Yeah, you should look it up. So that being said, I actually am going to try and go camping uh, before the next time we talk. So maybe I'll have something interesting. You might. Yeah. And it, you might come home to find more sandwiches show up on your doorstep because you oh, forgot God. about them. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Eight cheesesteaks. Uh, cheesesteaks every two weeks. Oh, man. You die. That, you, you would suffer from the COVID-15. You would gain so much weight oh easily. God. Yeah. You would, I would just get death is what I would get. And on yeah. that you, incredibly depressing note, because thinking about yourself? a world without me is just sad. Uh, no, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I don't know. You want to get the heck out of here? Sure. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Later, dude. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast. And for this, we apologize. <laughs>